0: Make sure that you check out the After Later podcast with John Wesling. He is a comedian, writer, uh, radio producer, podcast personality, and you will enjoy his show. It is uh, lots of great guests, and I was lucky enough to be on it. Uh, I was the weekend edition of the After Later podcast. So make sure you check out that episode and all of his other episodes. After Later podcast with John Wesling. Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. My name is Brad, and thank you for joining me today. Hope you're having a great day. I, uh, I'm drinking some coffee that I'm not too thrilled about. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna muscle through it though. I'm gonna make it happen. <laughs> but I've been hearing a lot about the coffee here in Central Texas from the grocery store HEB. That's our local grocery store, and. They have a their own line of coffee, which I was reluctant to to try out. But I've been hearing so many good things about this one blend they have called Taste of the Hill Country that I uh, I wanted to see what was going on there. Has a lot of pecan flavor, as I like to say. But um, it's not good on its own. I, I'll just say it. Some flavored coffees have I don't know what it is. It's. It's like the flavoring is just too synthetic. Like it reminds me of, um, you know, you get a diet soft drink that has artificial flavorings. That's kind of what this is with the with the artificial flavorings uh, in it. I don't, I don't know. It just doesn't hit me. So I tried to do what my friend Chris did. Yeah, you know, he. I'll be honest. I didn't even like flavored coffees until he gave me this batch that he does and what he does he takes independence coffee the brand and he will mix their i think it's their backyard pecan blend up with their jet fuel which is like their really dark blend and that tastes really great it reminds me of a pipe tobacco kind of thing because the flavor of the backyard pecan on its own is is a little bit much but when he cut that with the dark coffee it was it was like this whole new concoction so I said well I've got some labaza, which is pretty dark as uh as coffees go so I will try to cut it with that and maybe I'll discover a new blend but uh mine did not taste as good as his I think because I am using a H E B coffee. No offense to H E B, you guys are a great grocery store, but uh, I cannot get into this coffee. <laughs> but he was using Independence, which is a much better, much better blend and flavor. They're a local Texas company too. So if you're gonna cross the streams like they do in Ghostbusters, make sure you do it with good coffee. Don't use this uh, this H E B stuff, unless of course that's your thing. If you like this H-E-B coffee, you know, cafe Ole, I think they call it, um, taste of the hill country, you know, if you, I think it would be good with dessert, you know, if you're having some cake or a slice of apple pie, this, this coffee might be good, but it's not your get up in the morning and, uh, <laughs> and, and face the day kind of coffee, not in, not in my opinion, but who am I? I'm just a humble coffee snob. i trying to spread good tidings and cheer throughout the coffee land everywhere. I don't know if you remember the episode I did recently where I talked about how I was going to give up the news. This was, I don't know how long ago it was. It was last year, a simpler time, um, probably about six months ago or so yeah, I I was all about giving up the news at that point. And I did a pretty good job, you know, up until, uh, I don't know, three months ago. And then it just seemed like uh, all bets are off, you know, because the news is just, there's so much going on. And I know it really doesn't do a whole lot for me, um, but it's like a bad train wreck. I just, I can't look away. I don't think the news is serving me right now, but um i feel like i have to stay connected to it at least a little bit because there's there's so much going on right and it it reminds me a little bit of um this philosopher that uh that i heard about hegel is his name or hegel i'm not sure how it's pronounced but he studied a lot about sociology and you know the sort of the philosophy of civilizations and how they come to make decisions as a, as a collective. And he had an interesting quote. The synthetic solution can't be introduced unless those being manipulated take a side that will advance the predetermined agenda. Now what that means is when the population is properly conditioned... The designed agenda of the ruling elite is presented as the solution. And the solution they present is not intended to solve the problem, but moreover, it's to serve as a basis for a new problem. And when the new problem reaches a boiling point, it becomes the foundation for the people to want change again. And this happens over and over, throughout history, all the time. And what this does is that it gives the ruling class control over the opposition. And this is going on right now. Uh, After the brutal murder of George Floyd, protests happened everywhere, all across the world. People are disgusted and fed up with police brutality and forget what you see on the six o'clock news most of these protests are peaceful one picture I saw showed a police officer separated from his squad and he was actually being protected by the protesters you know they surrounded this guy he had this sort of like deer in the headlights look on his eyes, and he didn't know what was going to happen. But this group of protesters, they they shielded him, basically. You know, there's been countless police officers who have joined in supporting the protesters. In D.C. just last week, uh, there were some protesters, I, I think several hundred of them, and they were just singing, Lean on Me, outside the White House. But these stories are not what the mainstream media talks about. You know, the riots and the looting are not part of the justice for George Floyd. I've noticed some red flags. You know, there some some things that indicate that the looting and the riots are staged. Things like police cars showing up to the protest with graffiti already on them. And in certain neighborhoods there's piles of bricks that are delivered, you know, to in, to incite destruction of property. And and I guess the big question, right, would be why. Well, it would serve multiple agendas. And just go with me. For a second on this. Just go inside my paranoid, conspiracy-filled brain and, and just see what I'm talking about here. For the last three months, the entire U.S. has been on lockdown. Major corporations have lost billions. And the bailout didn't help enough. It didn't quite, it just scratched the surface. So this destruction is nothing more than an insurance grab. It also divides us. You know, there's a a certain cross-section of America that that may agree with the protest, may agree with the cause, but because of the looting and the riots, you know, they can dismiss the real call for justice. And it, it strikes fear and paranoia, you know, making people easy to manipulate. They're willing to give up their freedoms in the name of security. This is the problem-reaction-solution paradigm. They introduce and promote the looting and the riots to cause fear so that they can militarize our streets. They can put us under martial law, curfews. This is how totalitarian governments work. And it's a lot of energy you know, spent on taking away our freedom. And on some naive level, I used to wonder why. Why don't they want us to truly be free? And it's because the elite class, the 1%, whatever you want to call them, they know something that most people don't. They actually believe in our potential more than we do. They know that we have the collective power to create a whole new reality. This is why all the news media is owned by nine corporations. Anytime I start to hear the same exact talking points over and over again through different outlets, I ask myself, you know, what are they really distracting me from right now this of course requires us to stop treating our fellow humans with brutality you know thankfully the murder of george floyd was recorded and able to be seen but think about the countless times it's not recorded this this isn't uh, I, think, I like what will smith said he said that uh Something to the effect of, this isn't new, it's just being recorded now. And it's, unfortunately, there seems to be no limit to the cruelty of, of how we treat one another. And it's exactly the same way that we treat the planet. You know, humans, <laughs> we pretty much mess things up from start to finish. And it's because we're bored. This is a sign that, We don't know who we are. You know, we want to destroy the rainforest, uh, to be racist. uh, You know, they want to distract themselves from the fact that they ignore their own divinity and, more importantly, the divinity of everyone else. And as much as it might seem like the world is on fire and doom is upon us, Really, we're just seeing the world for what it is. You know, the blinders are off. And this is the time to open our third eye. The Buddha believed that everything on the outside is a reflection of the inside. And we need to raise the collective vibration. You know, demand better leaders. Demand accountability for police officers. Uh, demand more from ourselves because consciousness is not a spectator sport you know when we do this when we raise our own level of consciousness collectively we can change reality thanks for taking the time to listen to me today it really means a lot and i can't tell you how much i appreciate that You can find all my past episodes at thecoffeebuzzpodcast.com. Hope you can stop by there, my little weird corner of the internet. Check the show notes. I've got some links, uh, a new playlist, all kinds of goodies. Hope you have a great week, and I will talk to you next time.